welcome to another episode of the Nerd Entrepreneurs Podcast, where we interview young entrepreneurs around the globe in order for you to learn and get inspired to turn your own ideas into reality. I'm your host, Dan, and today I am as thrilled as ever to share yet another exciting startup story with you. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. Welcome everyone to, to the podcast. You are our first double interview <laughs> at the time. Serene and, and Simon, could you tell us more about your startup? What do you do? For us, it's very special because it's a startup in a very new field. Um, for us, we've interviewed you know, software startups uh, and now we have, we have something very technical in our opinion. Could you share a bit about yourselves, uh, your story and about your startup? Sure, ladies first. <laughs> Okay, so uh, Simon and myself, we met during our studies at ETH. We both studied um, health sciences and technologies, and we met in between the bachelor and the master at an open air. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Long, uh, should I say the, the real story? Do whatever you want. <laughs> so he hooked up with my best friend, and then we started hanging out together. That's yeah. how you found your co-founder. Yes. Yeah. And That's how it um, goes. Simon told me, yeah, I'm doing this course at ETH, uh, startup business idea or something like this. Mm. Uh, do you want to try it? And I was like, I always wanted to do something on my, uh, on my own, so let's try it. And that's where we started thinking about new ways to tackle health monitoring, because Simon, he used to work in a burnout prevention center with um, daily ECGs, electrocardiograms, and... Um, so we wanted to tackle that, and that's how it started. Yeah. And then we uh, we were looking for support at ETH, so because obviously we needed a technology. Yeah. And uh, then we went to Janos Vörisch, our uh, to-be professor at this time, and then we pitched him the idea of uh, tattoo printable uh, sensors, and he was uh, laughing at us a little bit. <laughs> Actually, now, just as a side comment, uh, these do exist, so we right, were right about that, yeah. Um, I've seen that. But anyway, then he told us that normally that's not how it works. You, just, you don't just walk in a lab and then you say, we want to take a technology out of the shelf and then build a company. So we started our uh, internships during the master's program. And uh, it was clear from the beginning that we want to commercialize the technology and we had a lot of support from the PhDs there and from the lab itself and then we developed the technology always with a focus on how can we make a product out of it mm. and I remember very well that we were always struggling on what can we protect, what is the IP situation because... Yeah. Of course, you hear from the market a lot about the IP, IP, and we were always like, but we know it works, and the doctors are happy with the signal quality, so why should we need IP? Why is this so important? And that's maybe also a topic to talk about later a little bit. But anyway, and then we, uh, we finished our studies, and then we said, let's go for it. Uh, after, I think we, we didn't really have to think about it. it no, was, no, it was, it kind was of clear, yeah. yeah, kind of yeah. clear. And then we, we founded the company as an ETH spin-off, and uh, yeah, now we're almost a year old, our company, yeah. I think in November, middle of November. Yeah, that's about yeah. it. What does, what does your product do in, <laughs> we in, forgot in, about in, it. in really simple <laughs> terms for, for us to understand? Sure. So we measure your heart, brain and muscle 
activity. Yeah. And um, it's we use very comfortable materials so that you don't feel it on your skin. Mm -hmm. and uh, with uh, conductive parts so that uh, you have a very high signal quality. So the idea was to make a sensor that is comfortable, that you don't feel it, and that mm. the doctors can still work with the signal. So high signal quality, high comfort. Um, yep. So it's a mix between material and structure and design. And so you would wear that for an hour or for the whole day? Mm, that or? really depends on the application. So because we have a business to business model, we sell these electrodes to, to different companies. And some of them want to monitor brain activities during sleep. Others want to record athletes during sports. So sometimes it's only like an hour, sometimes it's several days. Mm -hmm. And this is of course also an interesting challenge for us to how can we optimize our technology uh, to serve um, a certain purpose. Yeah. yeah. So you developed this technology yourself, right? Uh, or did you kind of take it from... So it was a mix. The materials, um, the, the, the lab for biosensor and bioelectronics was using those materials already. Mm -hmm. But we um, changed a little bit the composition of the materials, changed the design to really go to the customer's need. So yeah. it was a mix. And how did you get your first customers? I mean, your students, or you were students at what, that what time? What was the first customer? How did you the do that? The first paying customer. You remember yeah. he was happy that he was ah, uh, yeah, yeah. 001. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, we sent out an invoice with the 001, and then he ah. was super happy about being the first paying customer. Yes. Well, the thing is that um, what was always clear for us is that the people always respected us. There was nobody coming like, you're just students, uh, why should we pay for anything or something like yeah. that. So there was always a certain respect. I think we also had the, the protection, let's say, of the ETH label and mm -hmm. we were very serious about the startup. So, I mean, of course, we're young and everything, but... I think it became clear to the customers relatively quickly that we are doing serious business and mm. we want to establish a relationship with them. So I think we never had a problem with people willing to yeah, pay. Yeah, but um, I don't remember how it happened because mostly a lot of people in research know us, so I think it might have been research, the first one that we sent out. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. But also, yeah. as a comment there, I think the scientific publication we, we mm -hmm. had, uh, where Severin and myself were, were uh, co-authors, yeah. uh, this, of course, also helped in terms of technical validation yeah. and so on. So yeah. uh, normally, we still, when we interact with customers, we also support our um, email or whatever with, uh, with the publication itself. Yeah. And when you talk to R&D departments, they kind of appreciate it, I assume. So I think... Yeah, I mean, the, the validity of our claim is, is I think, is there, yeah, <laughs> hopefully, yeah. yeah. So it was not a tough job uh, calling all these companies, uh, you know, like sales, we had, like cold we, calling and... We mm -hmm. had quite some luck because we actually didn't do it. Uh, I think we met some companies at the conferences because mm. we usually try to pitch every time we can go to a conference so that people know what we are doing so we don't have to go to them usually they come to us yeah mm -hmm. and smart. yeah and the paper was uh, really well received uh, in the um, technical community and a lot of people mm -hmm. came to us so we didn't really have yet to actively tackle customers yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. and we also said we will not really do it until we can really sell because the time for acquisition until they get the product should be quite short. So when we know, okay, we can have a, 
an acquisition or call a mm. customer and we can sell it to him two weeks later, then we will do it. Yeah. But mm. now we have a bit of a, it, go, it takes a bit sometimes to, uh, to have the samples ready, so. Yeah, so to produce the mm -hmm. gadget. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why we're not really actively hustling. Yeah. <laughs> How do you organize the production? Um, so at the moment it's a bit um, special because there is uh, one side is production of the samples of the, pr of the electrodes for the customer to test and on the other side is industrializing the technology and those are two very different things to do so I try to, to have my, our engineers really on the development and scale up and when I need to do samples I go in there because I'm usually quite fast because I've been doing this for the past three years. So I try to do this so that I can concentrate on the scaling up. But so it's a bit, they do it sometimes, I do it sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. I guess it's a normal yeah. optimization process. I mean, you, you were talking about processes before, and I think that's uh, something that we really had to learn. Yeah. I mean, how do you organize this? We're so chaotic. You, 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 get, you get an <laughs> inquiry from a customer, and then you tell someone, okay, please do this, and then you have to follow up. I mean, it... That's normal project management, right? But we never learned that during our studies, so that's yeah. something that we really had to, to build from scratch. Yeah. But, uh, a lot of yeah. frustration. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, we cannot do it in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, maybe we should get, like have a week of, uh, um, how do you say it? Like, uh, not. Buffer? Or yeah, a week of yeah. buffer. Yeah. Like, yeah. integrate buffer. Yeah. So it was sometimes yeah. like, it's quite yeah. frustrating. But that's but stuff yeah. that you, I guess, you learn it with every customer. And then you, what I really like is that you can directly implement it, right? Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. as an easy thing as adding a timeline to a proposal for a customer so you really know when to deliver, which is kind of super obvious when you talk about it, but yeah. we still had to learn it uh, yeah. beforehand. And then we kind of implemented it. That's yeah. the cool thing, yeah. There are no structures that are unchangeable. Yeah, and I think yeah. also the customers are not so, like, they're very comprehensive yeah. that we are not perfect yet. Yeah. That's a new technology and we're in, so they're quite comprehensive. And yeah. they actually just like that we keep a close contact with them. We just explain where we are. Mm. They like the openness, yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the bonus of being uh, yeah. still young. Right? Yeah, yeah sure. sure. I mean, you have to use it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But also the flexibility, I think. I mean, yeah. that uh, we can sit down with a customer and understand what he wants and build something on our own in a relatively fast timeline. So that's that's cool because uh, we hear that a lot, that the, the problem with bigger companies is that they, they don't customize anything. So they just right. try to sell you the products they have. Mm. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're working with the economies of scale. They just want sure. to... Yeah. When when is that step going to be your <laughs> step? Because or will yeah. you always be able to, you know, customize <laughs> your product to every single customer? We've been thinking about it like a big strategy, and our heart is really we're kind of engineers in the heart, like creative people, and we still want to have this um, flexibility to be uh, creative and to innovate. Yeah. But it might be like in another company or sub-company that does innovation then yeah. might be something like this but yeah. we I mean, will certainly keep it yeah. I think we will yeah. softly standardize at some point that you have mm. certain modules you can combine to keep it still a little bit customizable for the customer but I mean of course you cannot with every customer you have try, uh, try to start a new production line or something yeah. so 
but that's something we're still figuring out. We are, we're going very broad with customer projects to really understand where the advantage is. And then I think the follow-up would then be to establish a production line for a certain application, for example. Yeah. So how many people are you now? You grew from, from <laughs> three years from, ago? Yeah, so we're six full-time and two and a half part-time. <laughs> so three part-time because we have a girl doing an internship, but uh, just for six weeks. And two part time, yeah. So we're like, yeah, eight. You're eight, eight working. Eight, eight. Yeah. And that's mainly engineers, or what do the people do? Um, nine, oh, nine out of ten. No. <laughs> Seven nine out, out of, of eight. Yeah, eight out of nine. <laughs> so everyone is Engineer. actually with engineering background, but our CFO. Yes. Yeah. True. Yeah. yeah, yeah. we really appreciate also the, we have a business developer and she also has a background in engineering. So I think it's cool for yes. her to see a little bit of both worlds. I yes. guess. Yeah. Yeah. And for you, nice to have a, an engineer as a business. Yeah, developer, sure. Right? But I would sure. say I am, except the CFO, the least engineer of the group. Yeah. So it's also good to have someone with a, more <laughs> with yeah. a bigger engineering background on my side yeah. on the business development. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And at the moment, because we have a new technology to sell to the customer, we are really working closely to the R&D. So yeah. they really enjoy engineering minds of in front of them. Yeah. So, yeah, that's good for the business development to be an engineer in the background. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, we couldn't do it. <laughs> no, we couldn't. <laughs> yeah, but you always need the balance yeah, because the engineers, they love their problems and then they're always circling yeah. around. I mean, it's, it's awesome, but you have to channel it also in a certain way. So yeah. I think the balance is key, as yeah. always. Yeah. 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 I'm feeling some... some <laughs> your no, actually, I think we're kind of on the same line with this. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but we see it. I mean, we're yeah. kind of engineers from education, but um, not really from the mindset, I would say. And now we like hired real engineers and they really want the perfect product before mm. they go yeah. any near to a customer. They, they, want, mm. they really want the perfect thing. And this is for us a challenge to tell them chill yeah. um people are not gonna hate you because uh, it doesn't look like a serial product so yeah. Yeah. they're gonna they also want to try they're so happy yeah. to iterate and so they sometimes we have to tell them teach the mindset yeah since we're talking about challenges already, yeah uh, let's dive a little bit deeper <laughs> into into that topic um what what has been your biggest challenge? Maybe you had different mm -hmm. uh, yeah, challenges start. to deal with. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, a rather recent one is maybe to start with a, with another angle. Uh, Severin told me some weeks ago that uh, she feels that we never really had hard times working together because we kind of met each other and it worked very well. Yeah. And a certain challenge uh, was when we when we expanded the team a little bit to understand that everybody has his own working way of working and communicating and we really had to I think step or, or put another gear in basically to to um, improve our, our how do you say that leading basically because mm. we we wanted to hire people that are very uh, independent and they are independent but you still they're on a different way than we are because we we had nothing we started and then we you know the i mean the entrepreneur mindset yeah. and i think it was a 
and we still are in this phase where we try to improve this uh, because I think if you lead someone very well then they can exploit their full potential and that's yeah. for us I think it's a real lesson to improve this because uh, I think the startup can only be as good as as we are when we had the whole operation basically so and that's I don't know how you see that but I think it's it's an exciting mm. challenge I don't find it frustrating mm. but it's it's still it's 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 a challenge yeah do you have a do you have a, an example of a situation without naming any names or um, that you can that you can talk <laughs> you have, about? You have something or yes, how I, does that look like? I do. It's more. Um, so I am also for me it was it's the hardest thing that I've been doing. It's learning how to lead because I don't think I'm a born leader, not at all, and uh, so it's it's tough for me to yeah to give enough inputs but also not too much because if I give too much I have the feeling I'm working for the others so typically um, where should I start I think we have people in our team that they, they have this mindset if they don't really know what to do from us if they don't really understand where we are heading and a clear goal then they're doing nothing Mm. and they're getting frustrated because they actually want to build a product but they cannot handle this well i don't know what to do okay so i do nothing and for us this is not a mindset uh, we have we know if if you don't know what to do then you just have to channel the unknown start googling uh, start asking people and then you get the information yourself and then you decide yourself but we are also we ha- we did the the startup. We have the decision um, in our hands, and for them, it's I think it's also difficult to make decisions without us yeah. in the process. So for me, it was, it's um, a challenge to 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 learn um, to give a little bit more inputs, mm-hmm. and but also it's still not too much. I really don't want to make to do their job, but to just explain what I'm thinking they should be doing. Mm-hmm. It's just like okay, I think you should do this and this just to give a little push and so that they also don't just do nothing and get frustrated when they don't know what to do but yeah I think this is this is the hardest for me I think it's all about giving the right framework Mm. information tools so Mm. they can really do the job and that's uh, something we do we kind of made on our own what framework do we have no idea let's just start building or something mm. and that's now it changed a little bit so we ha- you have to have the empathy to understand for other people mm. what is their challenge and that's yeah. not so trivial yeah it's not easy i mean and it's a mindset shift that they need to i guess yeah go for, for both right <coughs> yeah. i mean the the employee who started working at our company knows or he thinks he knows or she thinks she knows uh, you're in the startup everything is a little bit more dynamic and unknown and they kind of want to engage in this uh, so they have to have a certain mindset switch but we on the same hand we need to do that too because now you have to think for your family right and mm. not not only for yourself yeah. mm. because before as said before that was kind of a no-brainer yeah and now yeah. you have to expand but but i think we will grow with this challenge too so i'm kind of I excited about it <laughs> no yeah. worries there yeah. yeah yeah but i see how it can how, how it how it can feel also like a lot of pressure because you're responsible for yeah being sure. a good leader and yes. being the the role model mm. and mm-hmm. yeah can be very tough yeah but uh yeah i guess it's that's a challenge everybody has in this situation 
or I assume. But I think we're, we're also always really focused on dialogue because we try to engage in dialogue with, with the people to mm. understand what's the problem and not just say it's A, B and C and just do it. Yeah, but it's also having a balance between just talking too much about the problem yeah, sometimes. You know, you want to be nice and mm. understand the employee and uh, and at some point it should just be like, it's going to be like this, just do this, I want this from you and then, yeah, yeah it's... How do, you, how do you decide that? Super hard. For <laughs> me, for me, it's uh, more like I get tired at some point and I was like, <laughs> Jesus, do this. <laughs> Because uh, so for me it's more like this at the moment, but I have to learn to be more rational and not wait until I'm just tired of of them like being stressed out. Mm. Um, yeah, I think yeah, I, you kind of have a feeling when it's too much distraction. You know, when the talking about problems is too much dis distraction, and then you have to switch the mindset. Okay, talk about solutions and yeah. stop talking yeah. about problems. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, that's, that's how we, I guess, uh, approach a new situation. So we don't know about it, and then we try to collect feedback. What did we do wrong? And then we try to improve. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I think it is already, hopefully, <laughs> working that's a, a good loop. Better. Mm -hmm. It's I mean, a good loop. And I think good we're, we're two people, so also it's uh, easier. I would never do a startup on my own. And when you're two people, you kind of, we discuss together, yeah. and then we take decisions together, yeah. and then yeah. we implement it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that we, we discussed this as well. Mm -hmm. It's so much easier if you're two. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And we're not even as far as you guys. Yeah, you know? but, it's <laughs> but it's already in the beginning. It's yeah. I mean, you have your, your, really uh, your, your feedback loop, your echo chamber, whatever. Yeah. So in, yeah. But in a good way, really. I mean, it's, I wouldn't miss it. <laughs> yeah, and it's also funny because when you, when you start having employees, it's like, I really like having a family, kind of. I, I don't know. I don't have a family yet on my own, but it's, I think it feels like this. And for us, it's like being parents. And sometimes <laughs> they really need to see you as unity, you know, like the parents together, they have this decision. And yeah, then, right. You always so, need to. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes you really need to talk before to talk then, before yeah. and to be careful like okay we need to to spend time together still because at some point you split and i'm with the engineer he's with the customers yeah. but still have to be on the same mm. vibe again and then uh, represent a unity a toward, unit. yeah a unit. have you ever had the situation where you know you you didn't have time to talk about it and then you didn't have this united mm. front it's for me it's not really that we had an opposite opinion but more like i sit in a meeting with the engineers or whatever and then i feel like oh shit we, we should have talked about this before because mm. i don't really know what she's thinking and then but not that i was saying a and she was saying b and it was causing problems or something like yes yeah, yeah. No, but you, ca you cannot happen. always talk about it before so yeah of course and you <laughs> did you have that situation with me saying that and you saying that? No, I don't think so. No, I think we're, we're not letting like, you know, like when someone goes to him and says something and then uh, wants him to trash talk about me. Or, okay, no idea. You know, we don't. It's <laughs> like the parents game. Yeah, no, but they're not. It just doesn't work with us because yeah. we. Yeah, that's true. We that's... really talk uh, to each other. Yeah. And so. Everything that he hears, I'm gonna hear it mm. from him, and vice versa. Yeah. So I think it never happened that he says something, and I'm t I'm totally disagreeing. He would rather say, uh, "Yeah, I'll talk with Erin about it," and we'll yeah. go back to you yeah, if he anyway. doesn't know. Yeah. 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 
Have you had any other big challenges? I mean, growing, growing is, that's what you just talked about. I think and it's very interesting. For me, one tough time was uh, finding the 50,000 for the for uh, doing the company because we both had to look for, we, we came out of study, so we didn't have money on the side to make a company actually. Yeah. Yeah. So we both had to find loans, like go to the family or and ask, okay, I need 50,000, he needs 50,000. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so you went directly to, um, how do you call it? Uh, AG. AG. Yeah, yeah, yeah the to limited. limited. Yeah. 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 Why because did you go directly to that and not the Because we knew we would for the fundraising. Yeah, we knew yeah. we would do a fundraising, okay. so we would take investors in the company. So yeah. we knew it. So that's why we did it. So how do you get fifty thousand Swiss francs after giving oh, us that, <laughs> that was interesting. We were in, uh, in Bali's the the retreat. Remember? Yeah, for you it was yeah. quite nice. I have yeah. to say. Yeah. But. The thing was that I talked with my dad about this and he's really the security guy. And I appreciate that, I have no problem with that. But he, I knew I wouldn't get 50K from my dad. Yeah. Because also I think that this money situation doesn't really allow it. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I, have, I, I know two people in my circle that have probably enough money so I could ask them. And then I approached both. And we went to the one person and pitched like really a, like a business pitch, even yeah. though it's family, yeah. but he wanted that. And I also appreciate that. And then uh, that was kind of okay, but it still wasn't really a yes. I don't know what exactly it was. And the other person, I remember we were on a retreat, strategic retreat, and I wrote him an email, a little bit of a long one explaining situation and I need some, some funds for, for the AG. And then he wrote back, yeah, it's fine. That's no. it. And <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's fine. And then I was like, wow, okay, that was way easier like, than what I did you is that a typo? Or yeah, yeah, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, no problem. Or yeah, I'll do it, or something like yeah. this. And then I met him once and I've never we signed met him. Yeah, so never she never even yet. met him yet because I mean we always send out uh, reports to investors. We well, have no, some well, events. We have to and say everything. he did exactly the same for the investment round. We asked him, Do you want to invest? And yeah. he said, Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, so. and there was a little bit more than that, and then he just yeah, sure, go ahead. But he never, he was never at the at the office and everything. But yeah. I appreciate that. I guess that's his style. He doesn't need to be very close to everything, yeah. so that's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, that's nice. And that was that was easy, really. And he's also super supportive, so yeah, it was good. Yeah, so that was your fifty k. Yeah. <laughs> what about your fifty k? Oh, that was more emotional. <laughs> so. My father, he told me, yeah, yeah, I can do the 50K, yeah, I will do it. But you have to give me enough time or so. And I don't know, I really don't like to ask for money, but... And, it's never oh. Yeah. And then, um, I don't know, maybe like a month before we wanted to found the company, I said, yeah, dad, so we're going to found the company. Um, how about the 50K? <laughs> Talk to me about... And he how, said... How <laughs> He said, oh, I just, uh, yeah, well, uh, I just had to pay too much tax. <laughs> they got the, the tax fucked me kind of way. Um, yeah, I can't do it. But um, yeah, so there was a month before. And I remember because I was going on vacation and I was just like crying on the phone. I was like, oh, Jesus, and he's not doing it. I don't know how to, yeah, I don't know how I'm going to get the money. And 
so I did another family chat with my mom and my brother and say, like, yeah, I need the 50k. Did you create a WhatsApp chat? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I, I, I need 50k. I need 50K. It was, <laughs> hey, guys. It was actually called 50k. People. The chat's name was 50k. It was like, oh, nice. dad is not going to make it. Uh, can you do it? And then, yeah, my grandmother and my mom, they kind of always had my back and they said, yeah, no problem. We did it. awesome. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So I got 30,000 from my grandma and 20 from my mom. Right. Yeah. Nice. And that's uh, how uh, how I found the company. Yeah. But that was, yeah, that was tough. For that was me. a tough Yeah, yeah it sounds like a tough time. But I think you've probably also grown with that story, right? I mean, it's really about the commitment. And it's no, a, I love that nice my mom and my grandma your band. did it. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's really nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's really smart, just directly create a group and ask <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean the, there's no why take extra steps right? there's yeah, no why? other way than being direct with money yeah, yeah. So, I mean yeah you're gonna have to ask at the end so did you did you like make a, a like any special deal with them or uh, you just said I'm gonna pay you back yeah I have I have a, a special deal so obviously it's a private loan so it's on the person and not the company yeah so I'm I guess legally bound to give it back except uh, the other person says no it's fine mm. so we made a deal that if it's a good story he'll get double back and if it's a bad story we'll call it even so which that's, is a very which nice is, deal. and it's I really nice. because it's very entrepreneurial yeah. right yeah. I mean it's of course that's it's kind of an investment even though it's a private loan so yeah. I really appreciate that cool. yeah yeah there's an upside and a downside yeah yeah, yeah for me that, it's just I have kind of I have to kind of give it back. Yeah. But it's very open, so I'll just uh, give it back in a very nice way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <And the> flowers. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> a lot of flowers. Hundred <laughs> k of flowers. Oh, oh, man, yeah. Some good stories. Yeah, but to be honest, I mean, it wouldn't have been possible, at least in this way, without the support of of our family. people, yeah. family, friends, and yeah, but that's really cool. And also in the investment round, we had some participation of our family and friends. So that's okay, cool. as a business angels or, or mm -hmm. like private, just yeah, private. Private. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So that's that's nice. How how would you say your friend and friends and network supported you apart from from these stories you said? I mean, you you always hear thanks thanks to my family, thanks to my friends, mm -hmm. but you never really know oh, what I don't know. you know. There's probably oh, a lot I of emotional support and listening and, and discussing. Uh, not or? so much. <laughs> I mean, but <laughs> to be fair, I also don't really like to talk about it yeah. with the fam because I don't know how it's with you, but no, you talk I about do. your startup but all day yeah. and then you go home and it's awesome that it's not about startup. Yeah. It's all about, I don't know, flowers in the garden, let's go skiing in winter, whatever. Yeah. So I really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. the break. Yeah. But I, I'm sure if there would be a problem, I could talk to them. Yeah. yeah. No, I think for me it was really nice. I would have done it anyway because my most important support is actually Simon's uh, support. Yes, that's no, awesome. No, but that's true. I mean, even that's if really everyone cute. would have told me from my family, don't do it. Um, but I had a good feeling. I loved working with Simon. I would have done it anyway. Yeah. But um, I think I was quite lucky with my family. They're really very proud of me and they, they really they enjoyed that we were having success how you whatever you want to call it uh, yeah. what is success but uh, they really they're happy for me yeah. 
Yeah. And I think we also have great boyfriend and girlfriends because they're yeah. with us from the beginning. And this is quite, yeah. uh, you, I mean, you have to accept that your boyfriend is going to spend 80% of his time with a girl and they're having a good time. And uh, yeah. he has to accept that, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's the support from from the partners yeah. i think um, it's like the crucial most important thing and yeah. i was thinking about it the other day i mean i think that we both have probably very stable relationships mm -hmm. so that mm. helps us to focus. focus on the work yeah i mean and if we were single again like we were when we met so yeah that's jesus i couldn't sleep i wouldn't sleep anymore i wouldn't yeah. have burnt out already from yeah. going out <laughs> No, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it really helps you focus on other yeah. things. Yeah. So it's yeah. a big thanks to, to the partners, definitely. Yeah. And also, I don't know, I, I think I'm getting more respect from the family now that I did this. I mean, not that it's really important, but my dad and my brother, they really like to to hear what's going on yeah. and then yeah. i i don't share too much because as of the reason uh, mentioned before but uh, yeah it's cool yeah cool yeah. yeah for sure yeah nobody talks about or with the partners mm. that are in the background always yeah that's super but she's awesome i mean my, my girlfriend mm. i remember in the master thesis she was testing with me the electrodes and stuff like this so she's really yeah skin in the game that's yeah. cool she's yeah. with you yeah that's that's super. nice and my boyfriend is a, he's um he's an athlete so he's always when I'm like yeah it's not really going well or he's like oh Jesus shut up it's going so well now you really have to just work through it it's gonna be fine yeah. <laughs> and then it's like okay okay no it's fine <laughs> yeah he knows what he's talking about yeah the discipline Jesus, and so. yeah. frustration that's really interesting and, yeah. yeah from the uh, athlete side that's true. Yeah. So it seems, yeah, it seems, I mean, you, you have challenges, ups and downs, as, as a startup has. What's, what's in it for the future? Is there anything you can share? What, what are the next steps you're taking? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we are, I mean, right now we are having quite some good stuff, uh, good customer feedback. So yeah. there is especially one customer that is quite big and they're super happy with the signal quality of the electrode so they're really happy so i think we are we will be closing with them a good contract yeah. and if we have them cool. then it's a very very good start yeah. Yeah. nice and we also have we're in discussion for production processes so this is also going well we had a good feedback today after many many uh, meetings yeah it uh, takes then, time everything takes yeah with strategic time, yeah. partners but it, I think stuff are settling in. So yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean we will. 2019 will be probably an even more exciting year than mm. 18 already was, okay. which was a crazy year. I mean it's not over yet, but uh, yeah, it was pretty really crazy. Yeah. And I think 19 will be the year we will go on the market. We will sign our second. No, actually the second patent we want to do to this year. But uh, having customers, uh, really like contract level customers and pushing forward and I think I mean our hearts really they're beating for uh, brain computer interfaces really advanced technologies VR so I think there's so much potential for the for our tech yeah and that's at the end of the day what makes it exciting because you have I mean B2B uh, business to business is amazing because you can see so many projects from customers you can be everywhere basically yeah. and that's really cool cool huh? 
So the vision is like to build further products. Yeah, sure. Tech you yeah. Have yeah. I mean, we have two more in the pipeline. So, but uh, at first we have to bring the first one to the market. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's going to be cool. Sounds exciting. Yeah, I'm very excited to see more of you guys. Yeah. We should. Do you have any more questions? I think I'm done now. It sounds super exciting and uh, I wish you all the best. Thanks. Thank you very much. For yeah, this journey. You guys. Yeah, you too. And, uh, Great success. Yeah. yeah. Going forward. Podcast and is growing. amazing. <laughs> the podcast is amazing. Right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thanks. I need to start listening to it. It's amazing. Uh, really cool. And It's it, nice. How many uh, interviews did you do? This is the 10th. 10th. It's awesome. And only Swiss people or from everywhere? We're uh, interviewing in Switzerland. Yeah. We have uh, some internationals, but it's always in English. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We want to do it in English. Mm -hmm. One we did in in Swiss German, actually. Yeah. But yeah, the goal is also to go international, you know, grow and... Nice. Do it. The the, the goal is like at one point we just, we buy a, a van. (laughs) <laughs> we tour around awesome. interviewing entrepreneurs all exactly. over the world. Yeah. I love it. Um, yeah. Can I be part of it? Like, <laughs> like when we exit or something like this and we have a lot of money to tour the world and then find You can buy the van and drive yeah. around. Okay, I'm going I'm to sponsor that. Yes. Awesome, man. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Thanks so much for, 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 for your you time too. and sharing, you. sharing these stories. Definitely. And yeah, all the best for the future. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Nerd Entrepreneurs Podcast. Be sure to visit nerdentrepreneurs.com to access the show notes, read about our next episode, and join a community of like-minded entrepreneurs. If you like the Nerd Entrepreneurs Podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. Until next time.